The world often seems to many as a world of random chance. Things happen for no reason at all, and though life may be cruel, it's passed off as, that's the way it is, or that's just life. What about the things that seem to line up too perfectly? How can it be random chance? We're going to cover a story just like that on today's episode of What's Your Theory? simulation it's the weirdest simulation i've ever been a part of yeah i know <clears throat> that's uh that's where my mind first goes mm. when i hear uh what about when something's just a bit too coincidental like oh it's the simulation it's bro the simulation i don't think we're talking about the simulation today though no no not the simulation today <laughs> we're going to be talking about bobby mackey's music world I love this place. It sounds fun. You think it sounds fun? Bobby Mackey's Music World? Is Bobby Mackey... Who is that? Uh, he's the owner of uh, of the bar. Owner of the club. bar. Okay, cool. I thought I didn't know if it was yeah. a name that I should know if it was like a famous person. I mean, he is a, he's a country singer. He is a country singer. He sings in his own bar every Friday night, so if oh. that tells you anything. <laughs> he's living large and yeah. in charge. That's true. Uh, I mean, the name Bobby Mackey's Music World sounds, I mean, I would go there. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, you know, it's, let me pull up a picture for you, because it looks exactly like I something would, you would expect. Okay, cool. Perfect. I love, uh, I can't wait to figure out why I won't want to go to Bobby Mackey's Music World. Oh, yeah, it's it's literally just a shack. Yeah, just a shack. A bit, a bit bigger than a shack. In the uh, in the middle of Kentucky. Well, northeast? Northeast Kentucky? Northeast, north, northwest. I think maybe northwest. It depends. Kentucky still. Yeah. Okay, so what is so dastardly and, and devious about the old music world here? Ready for this story? Yeah, I'm ready. I need to give a content warning. Um, okay. Yeah, it's it gets kind of gruesome. So if you if you can't handle that kind of stuff in in, uh, in stories, please take this opportunity. Wasn't expecting a gruesome tale, but uh, I'm going to start again now. Sorry, feel felt like I needed to put that out there. Anyways, Bobby Mackey's is a curious story. Yeah, let me just start again then. Bobby Mackey's is a curious story. When you think of a haunted bar, you typically think of an old abandoned bar that maybe had a shootout after someone had a few too many drinks and it ended badly. Bobby Mackey's, on the other hand, is currently thriving and even cashing in on his haunted reputation. It's a bar and nightclub that's only about four hours from where we're sitting. It sits on the Kentucky side of Cincinnati in Wilder, Kentucky. It was not always a bar, though. You see, the building started out as a slaughterhouse in 1850. In the basement of the building was a large well that animal blood and guts were to be dumped into. Eventually, the slaughterhouse closed down in the 1890s. But you see, that's the problem. It's not like you have a camera to see what gets thrown in the gore pit, nor would you hire a man to keep watch over it. Researchers have speculated that satanic cult activity took place in the building after it was closed. Many different rituals and sacrifices are reported to have been made there. Who knows how many bodies have been thrown in with the animal guts? That's only speculation, though. There's one story that's very sinister that certainly happened very close to the slaughterhouse. 
this being the murder of Pearl Bryan. In 1896, Pearl found out she was pregnant. Her boyfriend, Scott Jackson, who was a student at the Ohio College of Dental Surgery, said he could arrange for her to get an abortion. So he led her to a field less than two miles from the old slaughterhouse, where he and a roommate attempted the abortion themselves. Of course, something went horribly wrong. So what did these two pieces of shit do? They severed Pearl's head from her body and left her in that field so that she would never be identified. But the, authority, the authorities were able to figure out who she was because they left her shoes on her feet. Shoes that could be traced back through the manufacturing process to the store where Pearl bought them. The two were quickly caught and sentenced to death. Alonzo Walling, the accomplice, vowed to haunt the area forever while he was waiting to be hanged. Pearl's head was never recovered. Many believe it was given to a cult, and they used it for a ritual at the well. As time passed, the building was demolished, and, a, and the lot set empty for some time. In the 20s, the mob built a speakeasy on the plot. Who knows how many dirty deals and pistols were drawn during, at this point. After Prohibition, it was purchased by a man who wanted to run a legitimate business, E.A. Buck Brady. He bought the building and turned it into a casino called the Primos. After his business became a success, the mob wanted a cut of the action. Buck refused to sell, so the mob began harassing Buck's customers. They would threaten to kill his patrons, and they would beat them often in the parking lot. This stopped when Buck drew a gun on mobster Albert Red Masterson. Buck was charged with attempted murder, and he left the casino business after that. Eventually, in the 50s, it was at last a nightclub named the Latin Quarter. This is where the story gets freaky. Joanna was the daughter of the owner, and she was a dance girl at the bar. There, she kindled a love with a man named Robert Randall. He was a country singer who played at the bar. As what happened so often back then, Joanna ended up pregnant. Knowing her father already disapproved of Randall, she made plans to flee. It was too late, though. Once her father found out she was pregnant, he used his mob connections to have Robert Randall, Randall killed. Joanna was so distraught that she poisoned her father and took her own life in the basement of the building. The nightclub was then closed again in 1978 after several fatal shootings. It wouldn't stay closed for long, though, because later that same year, the current owner would come along, a young country singer by the name of Robert Randall Mackey. He would purchase the bar and turn it into what it is today. Bobby says he's a skeptic, but everyone around him has claimed to have experiences in that bar. His wife won't even step foot in it. Bobby, however, seems to have a strange connection to the place. While also sharing Robert Randall's name, the train tracks that run by the bar lead directly past Bobby's childhood home. Many people believe this is just a coincidence. How do you explain all the things that line up perfectly for this not to be a case of the supernatural? Dude. Yeah. How many, like, seedy underbelly establishments can be put into the same building over the course of history? I know, right? <laughs> like, it's... It, a slaughterhouse is the most normal thing it will like it could have been <laughs> and uh even then that's just kind of like uh slaughterhouse then abandoned slaughterhouse reported ritualistic slaughterhouse yeah. um underground mob ring a casino <laughs> a mob ran casino yeah a lot of mob ties in this story too yeah i think it's where it's so close to cincinnati yeah um, you know trying to expand the their business as it were right 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 that is that that building is just wrought with bad juju <laughs> so i i failed to mention in the story but the the well is still there 
like in the basement. It's not like as deep anymore, but there's still like a hole in the basement where where the original one was. And presumably they didn't like scoop everything out. They probably just filled it in some, right? I would guess. Oh, it's disgusting. I uh, I guess I didn't really have it in my mind that there needed to be like a disposal yeah. portion of a slaughterhouse. Yeah. Uh, you would think that the slaughterhouse itself was the disposer. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, and it, it, anything that deals with the occult and like rituals and stuff like that always freaked me out yeah. just because there's something so uh just like unnatural about it yeah i think so even like even while it was just a slaughterhouse apparently um sources are kind of a little bit weird on this because it's like it's a lot of just word of mouth stuff yeah. but um apparently the owner was very very lax about what got put in the pit so like even oh, then gosh it said that there have been bodies thrown in the pit I fear only. I know that in, in the pit. I have that on vinyl. Nice. I don't like that about my, actually <laughs> I do like that about myself. Um I need I need a like a timeline. Okay. So, so the, the it was the slaughterhouse first and yeah. vague reports on things that may might not be animals going into the pit. Yeah, yeah. Then we 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 move on to it gets shut down, and then when it's bought back the first time, it's turned into um, the mob. Buys the it. the mob buys the plot to put a speakeasy on. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that probably didn't have a lot of good stuff going on either. Uh, I mean, at the time, a speakeasy a speakeasy is just a a seedy joint anyway. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh, at least in the law's eyes i guess yeah so i'm sure uh not only the drinking of illegal alcohol was going down i'm sure there was a many more crimes and and horrible things happening uh so yeah that's that's not a a good second chapter to be going into and then everything else is just i mean a casino is probably the worst thing you could do that i mean oh i i don't know the the guy wanted to run like a legitimate you know casino like not Nothing like too shady. I mean, I know it's a casino, but yeah, like that. That's another thing. It, it, a casino is probably the second of the the most normal things, just because casinos are normal. But I'm, I mean, yeah. If I've never been to Vegas, so all I have is like movies and TV to to go on. And mm-hmm. if those have any sort of truth in them, yeah, casinos they're not too good a place either. Yeah, they're they're kind of. They're seedy as well, but then, then it became just a, a you know a nightclub and a bar, which I mean, yeah, like uh, that's that's normal as well, I suppose. Maybe more of them are normal than I thought, but yeah, it's and, the it's the little B plot that's not normal. Like yeah. the they might be changing into semi normal things, but the way they're doing so and yeah, the things that are still going on, I guess. I'm excited to hear. I guess I guess you you have some sort of lists about like some of the stuff that's happened there yeah so um so like first and foremost just around the well a lot real real, yeah real quick about this well is there anything specific that they've seen these researchers have seen that lead them to believe that it's like a cult rituals or is it just because it would be an easy place to 
dispose of i think it um a because it would be an easy place but b i think there were a lot of like graffiti and like uh, you know things yeah symbols which could just scary be, stuff you know see and, and that's another thing uh I- anytime i'm hiking or like what would be a good example of when i would see graffiti i say hiking because there's so many places around here yeah. where there's like an old house or something on a trail that you see a tagged up somehow yeah um but yeah anytime i see something that's a bit off or a bit yeah freaky on the scariest part to me is well i wonder if this is someone who's like legit trying to yeah or if this is some like punk little kid or you know just you know someone being an idiot yeah i don't know i i don't know enough about the occult to know but i also am too afraid to research too much yeah. into the occult so. yeah you never know what what happened whenever you yeah start getting into that stuff. yeah i know it's uh maybe i'm just too scared but that stuff know. really does freak me out it's freaky yeah so um the well most people or not most people some people believe that it that the pit itself is a gateway to hell and that's why there were fair enough rituals in uh in the basement there um this is one of the more interesting things because there are um there are stairs in the old basement that just go up to nothing interesting like it's like just stairs that go into the ceiling and it's solid like concrete above it so that it's just there, doesn't make any sense yeah not one of those oh they renovated you know took out a floor and and yeah yeah okay they're called the stairway to hell um basically you know, a lot of people say you can hear, you know, footsteps going up and down. And if you if you go up, you'll like start hearing someone behind you kind of situation. Stuff like that's always freaky. Like yeah. it's it's little stuff like that. But and I, I mean, I assume you're in like a pitch black basement that's already scary as heck. Mm-hmm. And if you know you're down there alone, anytime you hear footsteps that aren't yours are going to. Yeah, that's just. Yeah. And then there was. um a former caretaker, um, he lived in the apartment above the bar. Um, this was when Bobby Mackey bought it. Um, he supposedly, and the the Catholics got involved, so you know oh, it's geez. probably legitimate. He uh, was possessed and exercised in the in the club. If the Catholic Church got involved, I mean, yeah, it had to have some sort of and there, there are tapes of him like yelling at. Um, the the priest and like telling him that I think I, I can't find the quote I know it exists somewhere but um, it's pretty much like this body is mine I will take it to hell with me or something oh like that um, and then um, Bobby's wife has had like multiple different experiences in the yeah, bar you said earlier that she won't she won't even go in there so anymore, right? when they first went to tour the bar so Bobby was like he wanted to own a bar but he was it was kind of like a back burner kind of thing. I was like, yeah, I want to do this. Apparently he saw the for sale sign and just went in there and was like, yeah, I'm buying this place, which is weird. And even, even more. Is it too coincidental? Yeah. <laughs> and, um, apparently the first time that they were, um, in the bar, like touring it, like just looking through the, the, the building, um, Bobby would just like start like staring off in the space. And then, um, when he was on like the stage area, he just stared out into the crowd and then like said, um, something like where are you going or something and he was just like oh I I, I was just envisioning um, 
the the bar being full or whatever but Mm -hmm. i don't know if i buy that yeah that's definitely the easiest thing to say after you're trying to convince someone you yeah you aren't like weirdly drawn to the haunted portal to hell yeah and then she's reportedly heard the ghost of joanna um i don't know joanna (laughs) but um hear her like saying that her husband is is robert randall that's what freaks me out yeah they there's no relation at all bro that is freaky it is freaky because when you robert randall Mackey, i was like oh he's like a great great grandson or something i see the fact that this man has the same name do do I guess researchers believe that the original Robert Randall is like one of the main or one of like the main people haunting the place or is it just yeah. like um, yeah I, I assumed or yeah I guess him and his accomplice maybe um you think or am the, I getting this am I getting, getting the, the stories mixed, mixed up, up? Okay. Alonzo Alonzo was the accomplice was the accomplice to, um, sorry let me make sure I get his name yeah Scott Jackson Scott Jackson okay okay yeah okay. That I was getting a little confused. Okay, so I was getting those two mixed up, but Which, those two are just awful people. Yeah, the the that's just another yeah. um, layer of shit that <laughs> has happened at this place, I guess. But no, for for them to share the name Robert Randall and not be of any yeah. relation at all, um, weird. And then the the train tracks going past the childhood home. Yeah seeing the random for sale sign and just deciding to have it bought like it's very cinematic in my head for some reason like it i like it all the pieces line up perfectly for it to be like a real creepy coincidence and and what's weird to me is like bobby doesn't like he claims to be like oh no this is he he yeah he He, okay he's like hardcore and that like he doesn't believe any of it but he did write a song entitled joanna that was about the young girl in the in the fifties. Hmm. I don't. I don't know. I, I feel like he has to believe in it. Either that, or he's like hiding. Well, see, that's I. It feels like when everyone leaves the bar and and you know <laughs> he's calling his wife and being like, "Yeah, honey, I'm closing down. I'll be home soon." And it's just him. I, I don't. I hate to make assumptions and Wait, go on huge leaps like that, but what if this dude is appeasing? this place in some yeah. way like it reminds me of monster house in a way right oh, yeah. so like the the well would be a sacrificial mm-hmm. instrument for people who are using it as one uh could legitimately be like the stomach of the house you know what i mean yeah. like it, it goes without saying when people talk about haunted places um it feeds off energy yeah you know like it, it's supposed to feed off your energy and that's why you have your electromagnetic field detectors and like that's why stuff can go a little buggy. Um yeah, what if this thing what if this place just needs an insane amount of negative energy just because it's always been that way and like yeah. th- this new Robert Randall is the new yeah, the new energy. Yeah, like the new cuz if he's drawn to this house so much, he's connected to it in some type of way. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe he feels indebted to this place somehow. Uh, I I I uh, I think I think so too. Um, 
there are a couple more. Um, Bobby's friend wrote uh, wrote a book uh, entitled Gate to Hell, which is um, just interesting. And then uh, witnesses have described seeing a headless ghost of a woman um, in the bar. So that could be um, Pearl. Yeah. Um, and then this one is the less, like the least menacing. Uh, the club manager claims on several occasions she would go through the club and make sure everything was turned off and closed down for the night. Then hours later, she'd find that the bar lights were on, the front doors were unlocked, and the jukebox would be playing the anniversary waltz, even though the jukebox was unplugged and did not contain that song. How can you... <laughs> the, the, the yeah, that's menacing. the least menacing thing, and it's a jukebox that's unplugged playing a song that doesn't even exist on it. That... Mm. I want to witness something like that. Right. Yeah. Just to say that I have, because hearing that, I'm not skeptical. I'd, like, for for a jukebox to play unplugged, maybe some wirings can get, you know, something yeah. can happen in the wiring that might happen. But I don't think, I don't think any sort of electrical malfunction or mechanical malfunction could happen on a jukebox to make it play a song that's not loaded into the jukebox. Yeah. I don't think so either. So uh, I mean I I don't I don't think I'm skeptical about that, but at the same time I'm like wow like I believe that that happened, but at this I I, I, I want yeah. to be able to rationalize how rationalize it how it happened and also witness something like that happen yeah. just so I know how it feels. I like you yeah. know I mean long story short I guess that's my you know just to know what it's what it feels like, but yeah um so obviously um because it's a bar there's a lot of people you know there's a lot of people in and out like it's a pretty popular bar for a small town in kentucky you know um so they even have a sign up that says um something like bobby mackey's is not responsible for anything that, like the ghost may do <laughs> yeah anything ghosts or demons may do to you while you're here because someone had an experience and then sued them Okay. What what do we know what that experience was? It's uh, enough to sue? <clears throat> or is that someone just trying to I I saw a shadow person and it scared me and so I it scared me so much I want 5 million dollars. <laughs> um let's see. Sorry, let me. And I, I I'm sure it drums up business for him. Oh yeah, absolutely. What better place to go to for a, like a ghost hunting team to grab like a brewski <laughs> together? Well, speaking in of the most haunted bar, speaking of ghost hunting teams, Ghost Adventures has oh, went yeah, there, that's and they, right. they filmed the first episode of the TV show there. And then in season four, they came back for I think it's like the twenty eighth or 29th episode and reinvestigated, um, just because they they experienced so much the first time. Um, I don't even think they got into the exorcist or exorcism of the, um, the, the caretaker mm -hmm. and reportedly after that, um, I think it was, I can't remember if it was Nick or Aaron, but after that, they said that they just started having troubles at home and like, they would just feel negative all the time and eventually separated and I think divorced from their wife. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And they, they felt pretty adamant that it was, they blamed it on on whatever was in Bobby Mackey's. I don't know if I could um, go through a divorce with my wife and bring myself to blame it on 
<laughs> so why is it again you you want to file for divorce? I that's it. I just feel like it. Okay, so here's the um, here's the here's the lawsuit. Okay, perfect. Uh, I'm gonna keep the name out, but uh, this person claimed a ghost punched and kicked him while he was using the bar's restroom one night in 1993. He sued the bar, asking for a thousand dollars in damages and demanding that a sign be put up in the restroom warning of warning of the ghost presence. The club's lawyer filed a motion to dismiss the case, citing the difficulty of getting the ghost into court to testify. Oh my God! Verdict: case dismissed. <laughs> hey. Fair enough. <laughs> Your Honor, what are we supposed to do? Yeah. It's not like we can bring him in here. <laughs> How would, I mean, could you even prove that you had the ghost in as a witness? Exactly. He's up there, I swear. <laughs> he just told me he didn't do it. What do you want me to say? They need to call in that one medium from, uh, <laughs> he needs to be a ghost lawyer. He's here right now. <laughs> you want me to tell you what he, if he did or didn't do it? <laughs> I'll tell you. You don't. You might not be happy. <laughs> the judge is just like, if if you don't tell me within the next five seconds, you're fired. <laughs> I'm holding a contempt. You'll never court. be. Yeah, you'll never be a lawyer in this town again. Fine, he did it. <laughs> well, I'm I'm glad that, that that story at least is a little ray of comedy in this otherwise <laughs> bleak history. Yeah, it's it's so strange. I just I just can't imagine like so many things happening so often yeah yeah to back to back to back you would have to imagine that that wears down on a place yeah and i i i understand that a house literally is you know just wood and and concrete and whatever else yeah you you used to make a house with but I, I feel like a house takes on what happens inside of it in Absolutely. a weird way. You know what I mean? Like, I believe like energies exist in a house. Like, yeah. I don't, you know, I, I don't think that that's, that's weird to think. And, and I feel like in a place like this, there's just kind of no turning back for, it, it would be hard yeah. to, because you could take the building and turn it into a, you know, a happy time daycare and paint it pink and blue and, Try to make it the happiest place, but I, I, it would just be the most haunted daycare. Then, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, I couldn't imagine children, because I, I think we both, I think we talked about it. Like, I, I feel like children could, can see like if there is a. I mean, that's what they world. say, right? Yeah, like really young children and um, like animals and stuff. Can, yeah, can sense things and see things a little bit better than we can, which freaks me out. As equally as anything yeah. else, because I'm like, well, how many, how many people did I see when I was little <laughs> and didn't realize that they were dead yeah. or some sort of like, I see dead people. Right. Right. Yeah. Cause they, they say that, um, when, when, when you dream about someone, like when someone pops up in your dream, yeah. uh, that it's, it's physically impossible to dream about someone that you've never seen yeah. like everyone we see in our dreams we've seen somewhere in our real lives before yeah i'm sure you've had dreams too where you're like who are these yeah. people never met these people in my life what if they are the memories of when we were like young and we could see yeah you know like if we want to be really out there with a theory what what if that's something that's going on yeah because what if you like dream of a demon like where's your yeah yeah well any sort of creature you know like 
unless it's unless you can like pinpoint it to a a, a certain type of creature from a movie or something like it, unless yeah. it's a cert like you can pinpoint it down to that if it's kind of vague where have you seen that before yeah and that's kind of terrifying yeah i don't know Dr- dreams are dreams are really interesting i don't have you ever um if you come across the people who like legitimately think that you can like do the inception thing where you just like go into like different dream levels yeah i i don't know about all that yeah, that's that's know. a little too out there for me inception's a great movie and I, I love the story it's done really well but i don't think you can access <laughs> your dream levels and have you ever had a dream that was like absurdly long that you can recall like not off the top of my head no I think I've I've had a few dreams where I felt like I went through like the entire day. Like I I I, I can remember mm. like multiple times whenever I was younger. Like I would dream that I went to school and I like I went to every single period and we may not have like done anything, but you were like I was going to every single class and then like would be on the bus home and then I'd wake up and I'd be like, what just happened? Oh, that's weird. I I don't, I don't really remember a lot of my dreams anymore. Oh, yeah. I, I, yeah, I couldn't really tell you the last dream I had, but I mean, I'm sure I've had a long dream, but I, I can't think of any specifics off the top yeah. of my head. I've seen like some stories of people when, and that's the thing about dreams. If somebody tells you they have a dream, it's not like you can be like, uh, no. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you can't prove them wrong, but I've yeah. seen some people say that like, like they've had dreams of like them, like living basically another life and then they'll wake up and they're like, but I was another person. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I definitely think that dreams are more important than we probably realize. Like, yeah. I feel like it's not just a brain a thing that happens. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, yeah, I feel like there's more weight to them. I just don't know what it would be. Yeah, I have no and that's that's and it might be something that's above the realm of understanding for humans. I, I like I don't know. Yeah. It, ever since I've gotten older, I, <laughs> I I crack myself up because I'm like. Sometimes I'll I'll sit here and think, dang Jared, you you sound like some weird like cracked out. <laughs> Excuse me, some weird like cracked out hippie person. Because I I see all these memes all the time about like opening your mind's eye, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just like, and and I'll think about that sometimes, and I'm like, it's it's interesting to know that um there's this whole thought process around mm-hmm. and I, I mean, oftentimes there's drugs involved. So, I mean, that's yeah, kind of a negative thing, I guess. I mean, it's not like they always use, what is it? Peyote and stuff like that. Yeah, that's I natural, that's isn't it? One. I think so. It's, I think, I mean, natural drugs, I go for it, I guess. I yeah, mean, I if think- it's natural, I, I don't want to bad mouth drugs. Cause I feel like, I I know a lot of people who smoke weed and I mean yeah. they're cool people but I like I don't know anybody who does black tar heroin yeah. or you know like cocaine a, or like any of the stuff that's scary. Yeah. Like I agree. I think that I think we've had the discussion before like mushrooms like I I'm all for like just like go ahead as long as there is a uh, there is a wacky theory out there uh there's some people who've studied the Bible and I, I I won't call I won't say that they were like theologians or anything yeah. because I don't think they were studying the Bible in that way. But there's a, a group of people out there who claim that like 
everything from the Bible were, was basically just like weird mushroom trip visions <laughs> that all these people back then, you know, yeah. I mean, you're not going to know what a drug is, yeah. you know, drugs weren't even invented, you know what I mean? Yeah. So you see a mushroom and you eat it, you might eat the whole mushroom and it could be like a super oh, yeah. potent, like magic mushroom i guess and yeah some people out there believe that all all of these uh visions and prophecies throughout the bible were um specifically with like moses and the burning bush mm -hmm. they they're really adamant that that was a i guess mushroom. moses just going on a huge shroom trip and i mean i i, I don't i don't believe that yeah. i don't think i mean but i if if you if you had an open mind and were willing to believe that, that could be a plausible thought, you know, yeah. like to, to to people. And I, I, that's what intrigues me about, because uh, I, I like I grew up very religious and I don't know what I am anymore, but I think it's cool to to, to mature and be open minded enough to to see how all these religions are so similar and how they differ and how at the end of the day they all just want you to be freaking nice to everybody yeah, be nice it's literally the, the easiest thing to do uh i got off on a little tangent there i was i'll bring it back around and say um wait why were we talking about drugs <laughs> i had a point to this i i do this all the time um, i'll have a point to something and i'll go off on like three tangents before i make my point and then i can never remember my point at the end of it oh just just drugs? yeah yeah just like I I didn't want to sound like an out there hippie. I, I realized that I've talked for five minutes on mushrooms and, and <laughs> hippie activities, but uh, like with dreams and stuff, it's just, it's just cool to like yeah. open your mind and be like, well, yeah, just, just yeah. what if, like, I don't yeah, have right. to like, what if like to get myself to believe something, but it's fun to yeah. explore. Well. I, I hear all these like celebrities go on these peyote trips and it's just like, and I astral projected. What is that? What is an astral projection? Yeah. I, I hear people talk about that all the time. What is I that? And, and then like, but that stuff is so interesting. But at the same time, I'm like, do I sound like an idiot when I? It's interesting. I, I, but I also am like, I hear celebrities that are like, or like just different people who are like, man, I tried mushrooms and then now I can never see the color green the same again. Yeah, like, that's stuff. I don't know if I want that. <laughs> that's what scares, like, my parents, I guess, when I was growing up were just so worried. Not that I would want to do drugs, but I guess yeah. they were worried that others around me would try to influence me to do drugs. Yeah. I was so scared of, like, anything <laughs> bad like that when I was young. My parents, they wouldn't have even had to tell me, Jared, don't do drugs. That shit would have scared me so bad. I wouldn't have even known like what I'd be like. So, so who do who would I who do I go to? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, how do you get drugs? I, like, I I had no. I was so just not part of that world. And uh, now I've talked about drugs yeah. for like ten minutes on a podcast. But uh, it's it's drugs are scary when you get into the whole. I, man, back in the seventies, I tripped some acid, and yeah. twenty years later, I cracked my neck just right, and I went on a full-on ten-hour <laughs> trip again. Man, why would you want to do that to yourself? Yeah. I don't know. People are free to do whatever they please, as long as you're not hurting yourself or other people, I guess. But yeah, 
golly, be careful. Yeah, be careful. I, that's funny because I um, it made me think of a story not that's not mine. I think it's I think it's Dan Geeslings, but I was also raised religious, so I, I can relate. And I think I would have done something similar, but he was like he was raised Catholic, uh-huh. so I think I hope I didn't just misspeak, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure. But um, and he was like in the park whenever he was like nine or ten. And like another kid like asked him if he just wanted like a piece of candy. And he was like, I don't do drugs and ran away. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> I have this v- vivid memory of playing the claw machine at Food City. And this other kid came up to me and uh, we were about the same age. I was just playing the claw machine. And you know how kids are. This yeah. random kid came up. We started talking. And this kid, I, w- I might have been like eight nine ten somewhere around this kid starts dropping the f-bomb bro like every other word talking about how he cut himself with his pocket knife or something like that and i mean i i have this vivid memory of 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 hearing maybe the third (laughs) f-bomb and stop stopping what i'm doing at my claw machine turning to him and being like excuse me did you just cuss And I just remember in my mind being so done with this kid. I'm like, how? Oh, my God. What a horrible kid. Yeah. Dude, I was such a, uh, what do you call him? Like, my my my, fa- my family and my parents would tell you that I was just a well-behaved kid. But I, I, not, I wasn't snobby because, like, I got along with everybody. But, like, yeah. I was like the... I don't cuss, yeah. kid, or you know, and that, there's nothing wrong with that. I no. I kind of prided myself on it because I didn't, I didn't, I didn't cuss or anything all throughout high school, and I really didn't throughout a lot of college until. So you met the wrong people. Oh, I don't even think yeah, I met the wrong people. Now. I think it's. I think I got just. I got older. I became an adult, and I just got fed up with stuff. I don't know. Yeah. I I in my I, I rationalize. I rationalize it better. I think I just became a rational human being. <laughs> For me, like I don't, I don't cuss all that often. I, there are different scenarios in which I can have a, same a sailor's mouth. Same, but I've rationalized it as well. It's not even a rationalization. It's like the only reason I didn't cuss before was religion. Yeah, and then I was like, why on earth would God care if I said a word? That's about how I felt too. Because. I said it's 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 literally the ability for us to use vibrations and air yeah. to make words that we understand. Like not everyone in the world would understand the word damn. You know yeah. what I mean? Like someone could hear that and it would just be like us hearing the word for book in a language that we didn't know. You know what yeah. I mean? And I yeah, I, I was just like, I, I mean. And then like. If if we can talk about hell in the Bible, why does it matter if I only say it a certain type of way? Yeah. I I, 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 don't, I don't know. I'm good. From and then even from what I understand, like the verse in the Bible that people are like that people point at and like this says you shouldn't cuss was really only about being like people who would claim to be like a prophet or like would claim to be teaching God's word or something and then would not be and like that would be blasphemy, you know. I could say a lot, <laughs> you know, and yeah. I could make a lot of people mad. <laughs> yeah, but I'll I'll hold my tongue today. That's... Just 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 the uh, the idea of um a a vast majority of people who would probably point at that verse to you. 
Uh, <laughs> no, yeah, I know. <laughs> looked up to someone who who claimed to be a uh, a fighter for God, <laughs> and uh, wow, yeah, wow. We all, I, I'm glad we kind of got into a little weird mind's eye religion. Be careful with drugs, but we're not telling you to do drugs. Yeah. Kind of scenario. There. Have a potty mouth, please. Yeah, have a potty mouth when it's okay to yeah, have when a potty it's appropriate. mouth. I think there's, I think there's still times when you shouldn't, but like, for the most part, I'm like, why on earth would anyone? Yeah, like I don't like to cuss in front of my family. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't cuss in front of your parents if you don't have that relationship. I'm, th- I'm trying to think. That's probably the only time I don't. Which, I would say on any given day, unless something just really ticks me off, I probably don't. Yeah. Like actually cuss. Yeah, because like some words I'm like, that's just a word for like a description of something. Yeah, yeah, like, you know, like I might get, I might do something wrong in Lego Star Wars. I'm like, damn it. Yeah. But that like, that's nothing. I You know, that's not cussing. I don't. And and I'll I'll say a lot of times too, I I choose to use a word that's not a cuss word for comedic effect. Yeah. Over uh, actually cussing. Yeah, because I think, you know, I don't know, I just like, I think cuss words, they exist, and sometimes that's the only word to describe, and they're really effective words. I was about to say, they're effective at what they do, and sometimes they're the only word that matches the situation good enough to use, so. Yeah. Man. I like how, um, I think everyone who had been in ownership of this, of, of Bob Mackey's building should have had these types of conversations to know to know the difference between good yeah. and bad yeah. uh light and dark and maybe they wouldn't have such an evil place on Yeah, their maybe they would um I I feel like a lot of cussing went on in this building over <laughs> yeah. the years. I don't know, maybe it's uh maybe it's not so good after all. Yeah, maybe it's not. The, yeah, when you cuss cuss with positive energy. <laughs> yeah, cuss with positive energy into even if it's a negative situation. Yeah. That's actually a good a good thing, you know. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, you're you're cussing to show your frustration, but you're doing it positively to show that it's not affecting you in a negative way. <laughs> exactly. I, I real quick, and we'll stop talking about cussing. I don't know why we're talking about cussing <laughs> so much. I remember the first time I said the f word. Right. Me and my buddy Devin were playing on the monkey bars. Okay. Uh, my buddy Devin, rest in peace. He he had the best setup over in his yard because mm-hmm. he. They ended up putting a, a nice like basketball goal over there for him, and he had some monkey bars. We had a uh, trampoline we put under the tree. We'd like jump out of the tree. It was just a good setup. We were over there playing on the monkey bars. He says, hey, man, I learned this new word. Oh, no. <laughs> and he says it. I was like, I've never heard this word. He's like, yeah, man, F-U-C. I was like, okay, whatever, dude. <laughs> so we continue to play. I, I'm I've I've gone home. I've probably eaten dinner at this point. I remember it being like later into the evening. It wasn't like as soon as I got home. And I don't know why. You know how little kid brains yeah. are. I had done it to myself because I, I I didn't have to say this, but I chose to say, "Hey, Dad, Devin told me about a word today." <laughs> and looking back, my dad should have known what I, like he should have yeah. known I was going to say a bad word. Yeah. Like maybe not which <laughs> Red one. Red flag immediately. Yeah, but he should have just been like. Okay, what does Devin know? And dropped it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But no, he. I, I remember him kind of looking. I'm like, okay, what word? <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah. And uh, 
<laughs> I was like, F-U-C. And then I said it. I just, oh. I, I just remember as soon as as soon as I felt the F form on my lips, I was like, I've done something wrong. Yeah, somebody. Uh, <laughs> this this might not be a good word. Yeah, I got in trouble for that one. <laughs> and I, but I, I mean, I don't know. I, I this is where I, I struggle like, being a parent. Cause same I because <laughs> I, I would also laugh, but I also don't want my yeah no, seven no, year old no, no. to drop the F bomb. But no, I, yeah, the the first time they learn words and they say um it's gonna be hard to not laugh right yeah. uh yeah i don't know but yeah that that's a that's a vivid memory i have of I of Devin plotting my downfall by getting me to drop the f-bomb my, my friend chandler used to get mad at me because i said oh my gosh see I, I don't know if i've ever met someone that didn't like gosh he was he was like he was even more like heavily religious like race than i was and it was like too close to God. Yeah. He, he, gosh, it is. He, he got me in trouble for saying gosh. That's just a bit too yeah. over the top. I knew tons of people who didn't like saying like, oh my God. Yeah. But gosh was always open reign for anybody. He was. That's, that's, that's in too deep, yeah. I think. And now he is like the most. Um... <laughs> listen, <laughs> he's, listen. He's got the filthiest mouth I've ever heard. It's so. And I mean, a lot of people would say that it's not hilarious because I mean, if you yeah. if you were a true Christian, you pro you wouldn't want this to happen. But it's it's hilarious to me to look back at all these kids, which they're not kids anymore. But I've gotten to the point now where I, I, I anybody look at those kids, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it yeah. makes me feel like such a yeah. an adult. But like I look at these kids that I went to church with, like, and I, I went to church from like I, I grew up. I went to church a lot when I was yeah. when I was younger. All these kids younger than I was then, yeah, uh, who were just like massive stoners, like yeah. you know, like like you said, has the worst potty mouth. Probably, I, I don't know, and maybe maybe that's a a commentary on southern, yeah, so they're like raised in, yes, yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't know. I mean, that's. I feel like this is probably not the the medium to yeah. to talk about something like that on, but I mean, I don't know, maybe. But like, I mean, that it all revolves around like this energy that we've kind of been talking about this whole episode. If you have a a certain type of energy that you've uh, been manifesting, like a religious energy, like a positive yeah. kind of, because uh, I feel like I, I was a lot more positive in church. I feel like I yeah enjoyed life more maybe because it was church is supposed to be uplifting whether you're religious or not like uh church services are 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 good for anybody it's it's an uplifting yeah. communal you go, but yeah. thank you because it does depend on where you go but ostensibly you, you you should be able to walk into any church yeah and uh be uplifted and feel positive um but I mean, I've felt just as positive and uplifted out of church. Yeah. I, there for a while, I, I I wanted to start going back because I was like, is it does it really help that much? Yeah. But uh, I'm not I've not been to church in a while. Me either. But no, that just goes back on talking about like if you're surrounded by a certain type of energy for so long, like there'll there'll be parts of it and bits of it there for the long run. Yeah, I would for a say. Because um, we. We we switched churches when I was really young, and then we could never find one that we meshed well with. So like, yeah. we we kind of stopped going. That's the problem. 
probably about like yeah because i was hitting maybe my pre-teens at the time yeah. so like i was probably getting to the age where if we would have kept up with it like i really should have been going to like sunday yeah. school and youth group and stuff like that but throughout high school i for the wrong reason started going to church again but it was like girls that i liked would yeah. invite me to church yeah. I'm like yeah i'll go to church and it, it would always be the same thing i would go for the girl and end up like liking the church yeah. more yeah for some, like i was like man these people are cool like i kind of fit in with this church this is kind of cool but then i had a youth pastor look a girl in the face once and tell her that uh she told him that God, she felt like God was calling her to preach and in the middle of youth group in front of everyone looked at her and said, no, uh, women can't do that. And I was like, I'm out of here. Later, Gator. <laughs> I don't think God would say that. <laughs> given the things that I've read, yeah. don't think so. Uh, given the fact that he wants anyone who's able to speak his word, the fact she's got a couple boobies doesn't, <laughs> yeah, doesn't change anything. And yeah, that that's it's little stuff like that that I'm like, <sighs> yeah, you get like you find like a, a decent, and it happens with people too, where you'll like find yeah. a person, and you'll be like, oh, yeah. yeah, cool, cool, mm -hmm. cool, and then they'll just say the most abhorrent thing you've ever heard in your entire life. And I'm like, like uh, why you ruin it? Good. Yeah, it like, was almost good. I hate that you did, but I'm so glad that you did at the yeah. same time. Yeah, yeah, that that happens a lot, yeah. and that's. And that's crazy because, I, like I said, I love the whole community aspect of church and everything, but it's it's just little things like that. I'm like, come on, the, how is it not? I don't know, but yeah, we uh, got off on a good little tangent there. I think. Yeah, no, I think it's it's good to it's good to see where it takes us, especially with um, energy such as this. Yeah, I mean, anytime you talk about some sort of evil spirit or entity or presence energy however you want to look at it religion's bound to come up and i mean yeah i think it's good for us as it's kind of therapeutic for me to talk about stuff like that yeah just because i mean not not i mean not that my parents wouldn't talk to me about it because i think they would I, I think we all just have had like a similar silent agreement of just yeah. like yeah we liked going to church but we 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 might not need it as much as you know yeah we used to think kind of a thing yeah um i don't know plus i Cameron just saw me pick my nose probably i've where i was sick last week i'm finally getting better but like everything is yeah coming, coming out. out yeah bro everybody picks their my nose. nose is just so itchy now too yeah. i'm trying to like do the whole yeah yeah itch it without yeah scratching my brain yeah. but i just want <laughs> everybody picks their nose yeah and it's if you don't that, say you do you're a liar something i realized when i got older i was like everybody picks their nose people just hide it to a different like to varying levels yeah yeah we just used to not be embarrassed when we were kids about things yeah just another uh, but anyways um i was gonna say like the on the energy thing and this may be like i think this is a star wars like rooted um like in my brain that the idea is formulated because of that but like it's interesting to see how like energy will like try to balance itself out in a place oh yeah there has to be balance yeah i just had a conversation with someone about this last night yeah i i think it it works out the same way like the force kind of because 
you take Bobby, you take Bobby's building here, and uh, it sounds like it's been unbalanced for like a, at least centuries. You know what I yeah. mean? Like it's it it's not gotten it's not gotten its balance yet. I don't think it's gotten enough on the on the opposite end of the spectrum to kind of even out. And I feel like if it's if you've got a place like that that's not balanced energy wise, it's just gonna stay that way. Yeah. That's yeah, that's probably what's happened there. Maybe it's a slow kind of because even though there are still like haunt like it's still supposedly haunted and there's still like pretty scary stuff that happens, do you think that maybe this is kind of things are going back the way they should after, you know, a hundred and well it sounds like years? things aren't as bad as they used to be insofar yeah. as like what they've Excuse me, what they've encountered and experienced, like, in recent times. Yeah, or maybe even, like, even with the, like, the idea of energy, like, there has to be, like, a source for good and bad energy, and, like, calling it, like, a portal to hell, that, to me, would be, like, this yeah, is a source of bad yeah. energy. So it would just stay that way. Yeah, I don't know. I would call it insignificant dirt mound. Insignificant. And, and then see, because, I mean, like you said, if if it's, if business is booming and, and, the the last time something happened that was bad enough for someone to sue was in the 90s yeah it could be one of those things where uh the the bad energy is still there because it has enough energy to maybe you know cut the lights on and unlock the doors but it might not have a the same amount of energy as it used to when it possessed the caretaker or yeah. uh when it first drew Bobby Mackey there, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it could be one of those things where it's it's starting to plateau and maybe uh dissipate to only flickering lights and footsteps and stuff like that. Yeah. Cuz I definitely feel like you would have haunted places and then you can have like super haunted places yeah. and I feel like it's just the level of energy or like or how much energy whatever is there has yeah, sure. to do something. Like when people get scratched or something, I feel like there yeah, has to be like a lot of energy. Yeah, well, then I don't know, because I'm pretty sure that the Ghost Adventures crew, I mean, uh, assuming oh, you, you believe that they're telling the truth, right. um, have been scratched. Been this. I would also argue that they bring a lot of negative energy That's to places also fair. by, you know, the way that they talk to these supposed ghosts and stuff. So, hey, I mean, that, that, that could, yeah, that could, that could ostensibly give something enough energy to maybe get strong enough to physically harm some. Uh, I, I mean, I'm just talking out of my head here, but... Yeah, I don't know. I'm Robert Randall. I heard your girl died. Does that make you upset? Psh, psh, psh. He just gave me the old wombo combo. Just gave me the old wombo combo, and now I want to kill Aaron. Yeah. <laughs> Aaron, you should divorce your wife. And then I'm going to kill you. <laughs> the building's telling me to do it. I'm sorry. I can't help it. <laughs> Do you have any good theories? Well, I, my my theory about this, I think this place is definitely for sure haunted by something. And um, I, I would be hard pressed to try to tell you that any of these things you've read didn't happen. Like, I, yeah. I they're all equally believable to me. Yeah. I, I think this is just kind of a, a seedy place with a bad history that's there's, there's some energy still lingering there. Oh, yeah. My theory is pretty similar, but I, I just I don't see how everything could line up so perfectly yeah 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 um with like the, the the previous owner and and his daughter and then bobby light randall or bobby sorry robert randall Mackey coming yeah. in and buying the place it doesn't make any sense like to just be like yeah that's random chance i don't 
I don't buy it. It's yeah, it's not it's not that's not believable to me. Like and people I guess we'll say like, yeah, it's just random chance. That's that's how it works. But like, no, it could no. be like a a huge marketing scheme of like trying yeah. to revitalize the place of like, wait, someone with the same name is buying this place out. But yeah. here's the thing. I don't know if they would have been smart enough to set something like that up because that's yeah. th- I mean, that would take you would Research. have to. Yeah, you would have to you'd have to go buy a new name. You wouldn't necessarily have to change your name legally yeah. but like when when you buy it all your patrons and staff know you as robert yeah. randall mackey and yeah you'd have to yeah, it's just too much it's too much research for uh mm-hmm. country singer in kentucky in wilder kentucky to do i think yeah yeah I, I think it's it's there's there's something off yeah about it but i i like this story a lot it's a great story this uh We'll have to watch some of the ghost, the Ghost Adventures yeah. episodes. I'd like to see, and maybe I've even seen one. I don't know, but uh, I'd, yeah, I'd like to see. I think the first one, if I remember correctly, is better than the. I don't know. I think they were both like both are like really good episodes of mm-hmm. Ghost Adventures, but um, the first one I think was a little bit more. Whichever one they talk about the exorcism in was. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, really I'm sure intense. Yeah. Well, no, yeah, the second one. I think they had like fans come in, which was very weird. I don't know. It was strange. Shows like that always get to a point where the just like, come on, just do do what you were good at to begin with. Yeah. Stop bringing in all these gimmicks. And just just start yelling at ghosts again. I'll be happy. It's pretty much what they do. Well, I hope you all enjoyed another fine episode of What's Your Theory. Indeed. Hope this didn't this one didn't spook you too much. Um this might take the the top spot for me as far as like favorite story heard on the show so far yeah i really like this story i'm gonna say this one has a lot of layers shout out i i knew that i'd known that this place existed obviously because i had watched ghost adventures but i'm gonna shout out because um it did remind me that it existed scared to death recently did an episode on the same story i did not tell it in any way the same way that dan tells it so definitely go and listen to that if you're super interested and just listen to scared to death if you like this style of podcast because they do really well dan cummins is a, a great comedian yes. very very funny um it, it's kind of similar to what we do i think um we we've got our own kind of spin on it but um him and his wife sit down and they age tell um scary stories his wife tells um Lindsay, she tells um fan stories that are submitted and he tells um stories that he f- that is researched yeah. by his crew and and all that yeah, that's it's it's a really cool podcast. Huh? I think yeah, if you all like our our show, I think you'd really like his. And I'm always I'm always down to to open people up to new new yeah. content, especially if it's content that we enjoy. Yeah, because we kind of found out that we both like Dan Cummins on a whim. Yeah, um, it was in Atlanta, I think. I yeah, found out you Atlanta. listened to Dan Cummins because I used to listen to his stuff all the time on Pandora Pandora Radio. Uh, I think uh, Chris. Shout out to Chris. Send me a Snapchat if you if you're still listening. Uh my uncle told you it was like, hey, you ever you ever heard of Dan Cummins? Yeah. yeah. That's the perfect impression. I that sounded pretty good in my head. And uh, you were like, yeah, yeah. And I was like, yeah, I knew. Yeah, yeah. He's I like Dan Cummins a lot. I'm just out of it. I, I had I had like a good thing in my head and I just I I whiffed it. Oh, I probably pulled you out of the. the it was some sort of it was uh, some sort of pun. 
um, relegated to a portal to hell, but I can't remember what it was. I don't know. Continue uh, to support our show. Uh, we really appreciate it. Uh, What's your theory is continually growing uh, far more than I expected it to. I'm, I don't mean to say that in a bad way, but I, I knew I knew we would be getting listened to and I, I knew, you know, that people would enjoy it, but it, it's, it's a lot of interactions from people who we don't know. You yeah. know, it's not just our close friends and family that are uh, showing us love and support. And I, I really do appreciate that from yeah, all y'all. Me, me too. It's uh, I think we're as of right now, we're over 850 downloads. So yeah. Uh, try to help us get to a thousand and yeah. let's just keep going from there. I hope y'all still are liking the content. And I uh, hope you all are liking the content over on the post-credit pursuit. Yeah. Um, we're still having a lot of fun doing that one. And I guess we throw in a little teaser for our next episode of that. Is that cool to do? Yeah. That's we, uh, we talked about this the other night. Uh, I think we're going to talk about The Northman. Yeah, The Northman. Uh, and Robert Eggers' new movie. And some, some other Viking stuff. Yeah. I guess that'll tie in. Yeah, like well, I'm Viking sure we'll talk about other Viking stuff, but... Uh, yeah. Yeah, I've not seen The Northman yet, and I wanted to see it when it came out. Uh, it looks really cool. Star-studded cast, and it's on Peacock, I think. So, Give it a watch. I've seen yeah, some cool it, things about it that make me think it's going to be very interesting as far as like just like from a filmmaker's perspective. Yeah, yeah. So. If, uh, if that interests you at all, uh, and you have a Peacock account, I'm pretty sure it's on there. I think that's the ad I saw yesterday. So um, if you're interested to... to listen along and and share your ideas with us give that movie a watch before uh we release our next episode so you know what's going on and you don't get anything spoiled because we probably will spoil a lot yes uh but yeah just continued thanks for for all your support it it really does mean a lot it it makes me happy and feel giddy yeah. inside uh, every time i mean we both have had kind of rough days today anytime we come in to record I always feel better after. Yeah, I definitely do too. Like I said, it's very therapeutic. Yeah. Uh, like us on Instagram, uh, Lone Mountain Productions. You can go over to our Twitter at What's Your Theory. Yeah, we got. Know some... it's confusing. Yeah. Uh, we'll work on that. Yeah. But you, you'll still be able to find our content uh, for both What's Your Theory, Post Credit Pursuit, and anything else that we might have going on yeah. on both of those pages. And please, on the Instagram page, I've got pictures of dogs. So that interests you go like the dogs go like the dog pictures oh man i'm i'm excited to i, I always want to after we record i always want to go and tell people yeah everything but i want them to listen to the episode so they if i tell them they don't have a reason to listen to the episode exactly. but you know I, i'm excited for people to hear this one and I, I man i hope everyone has a good day yes and uh keep your energy up yeah keep your energy in the positive don't get possessed and uh only cuss when you're allowed to. Yes, and cuss positively. You might need it.